problems on 285 next because triple team traffic continues every six minutes with Mark Aram. I'm Doug Turnbull on 95.5 WSB Atlantis News and Talk. Hey, welcome to the show. It's a Tuesday evening. I'm all verklempt. It's 6.08. Mark Aram back after my uh, one-day hiatus for Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. Thanks to uh, uh, Mr. Winter and Miss Kai for filling in last night. I'm here the rest of, I'm here the rest of the year, folks. You can't get rid of me now. I take that back. There's one more Jewish holiday. But other than that, I'm here. Uh, we got a big show tonight. Doug Turnbull, we're going to do a new game, Chuck. Uh, does Doug, uh, what exit number is this, Doug Turnbull? Uh, little Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather. We're going to talk about the SIPA law. But the top uh, local story on the Mark Aram Show is the return of Shlongoria. That's my new name now. Shlongoria. Welcome back from uh, from uh, Disney. Disney World. How yeah. was it? It was great. It was great. I hadn't been there in 30 years, so it was so a little different. So you, your wife, and your two baby daughters. And my mom. And oh, your mom came too. Yeah, my mom flew out there, and we drove. What about uh, your mother-in-law? No, she stayed back. Oh, you just yeah. you know, yeah, you drew the just... line in the sand. <laughs> yeah, no. there you go. So we uh, can't have them in the same room. <laughs> you had a great time, though. I saw the picture. Oh on yeah, Facebook. yeah, great time. And a lot that... of walking. We were very tired, but with, they had a great time. Was this as hot in Orlando as it ha- is, has been here? Uh, it was about the a- mid eighties. First couple of days, the last day was like ninety five. I was... could, I can only imagine that uh... that last day. I was not happy. But... Yeah. Well, neither. I mean, you know, but that was actually cooler than it was here yeah yeah, yeah. But good stuff about twenty thousand twenty thousand steps each day so. and about twenty thousand dollars i'm sure you spent <laughs> yeah, down yeah there. it's crazy yeah uh speaking i'm glad you brought brought up the cost of that because that's why i want to start the show tonight um couples finances so you three bananas are married i'm i'm i've been married but i'm currently single deb green found an amazing uh statistic or amazing number of statistics about u.s couples in relationships, not just married, but in relationships. And this is this is like jaw-dropping. Some of these numbers were jaw-dropping. So think about, as you're driving home right now, your your finances with you and your significant other, whether it's a, a spouse or a live-in boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, whatever situation you got going on at home, I really don't care about that. But think about how you, you work the money in your house. Check these numbers out, guys. A poll of 2,000 U.S. adults, by the way. This is where this, this data is coming from. That's a, a sizable poll, right? That's what she said. Um, 12% of people in a relationship say they have hidden a purchase from their partner within the last six months. 13%, 13% say they have a secret checking account that their secret, uh, that their significant other doesn't know about. 13% of you people driving home right now have secret checking accounts. Wow. 12% said they had a secret credit card. 9%, this is crazy, said they have a secret retirement account. Oh, that's crazy. That's like hardcore that is, shade right that there. Is. Like, I can understand, oh, I got I got this credit card that I, you know, whatever, that I just use for myself. But, but a secret retirement account? That's shady. 7% say they have a secret life insurance policy. Oh, wow. Okay, I don't know if that's, that's on them shady. or on their spouse. That is very Hopefully shady. Hopefully it's not on their spouse. <laughs> 6%. Have a secret will. Wow. I'm assuming it's the same 15 percent of people that are doing all the shady stuff, yeah, right? I would like if you have a secret credit card, you probably also have a secret will and a secret life insurance policy. Probably have a secret family too. Yeah, except maybe right. 20 percent <laughs> of people said they'll spend more than 500 dollars without telling their partner. What? 20 percent of that group. All right, so it's 20 percent of 2,000. 20 percent of people say they'd spend 500 dollars without telling their partner. 
of that 20% of that group, 27% said they'd be comfortable spending over $10,000 without telling their partner. What is going on out there? no idea. Overall, 22% of people manage money separately from their partner. 50% said they don't know their partner's credit score. 25% said they would spend over $100 on their partner to end a fight. I, I think that number should be higher. I think <laughs> I think we'd have all been down that road. And 19% said they don't spend any money without telling their partner. So 19% are do-gooders. They don't spend a dime without, hey, hey, uh, Leslie, it's, it's Longoria. Um, I'm going to buy the that's nachos. I'm going to buy the, the nachos Bel Grande on the way home. Like that's can I spend a little extra? Yeah, I'm going to spend the 7.42 on the Bel Grande. Uh, that's I, that's some crazy stuff. So of all this, the only thing that I've I've done in relationships is hiding purchases from my partner. They're all in your office. Yeah, they all come. No, here. not even those. The, the, the purchases that I'm thinking about. And it's not so much now with Maya, but when I was married, every time I went to a fast food place, oh yeah, you should I would, talk about that. Yeah, I would. They'd give me like I'm at Chick Fil A. Give me a, give me a number one cheese, no pickle with a Coke, and they'd be like, "Here's your change and your receipt." I'm like, "I don't want the receipt." Yeah, I don't want a paper trail. That I, <laughs> Taco Bell, Arby's, McDonald's, like don't, you don't think she could have just looked at the. When you paid, did you pay cash? Or? A cash, oh, yes. Okay, okay. I was like a criminal. Oh, okay. Like I don't want fast food receipts anywhere in my car. I don't want to be like, oh, what? Why? How'd you spell thirteen? Spend thirteen dollars at Arby's? You know, that was the <laughs> oh, only purchases easy. I would ever hide for my ex was fast food purchases. Like I would, if they tried to give me the receipt, I would throw it down on the ground. <laughs> So you would litter in that instance. In that instance. Yes. They'd be like, no, sir, it's our policy. We have to get I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm throwing it right in your parking lot. Like, So that was the <laughs> only hilarious. thing that I would hide from my spouse. But this data is shocking. Anyone out there have secret checking accounts, credit cards, life insurance, wills? How do you handle the finances in your household? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Couples have money secrets. That's the headline of this poll. What are your money secrets? 404-872-0750. Doug, by the way, we're going to play a new game. I didn't, I didn't brief you on this, but it's uh, what exit is this Doug Turnbull? So Doug is a, uh, an idiot savant when it comes to exit numbers. So we're going to quiz them on the air. It'll be a fun thing. All right. Couples have money secrets. What is your money secret with your significant other? 404-872-0750. Deb Green, executive producer of the Mark Aram Show. You are married to now a United States citizen. Congratulations, by the way. How long have you been married to your hubby? We've been together for 10 years now. All right. And money secrets? Maybe not money secrets, yeah. but like we each have our own account and then we have one that we do the house a stuff A joint for, account. Right. And we each have our separate credit cards just because we already had that before. Sure. It's easy. And changing your name now is virtually impossible. Oh, it's crazy. So we just, we each have our own separate things. Yeah. But I mean, I buy stuff without telling him because I don't expect him to tell me yeah. things either. So What about like, a, a, would you spend $500 or more without telling him? Uh, it would probably be around Christmas time, so it wouldn't be that big. Okay, of a deal. so not but, yeah, but not at one. Like I wouldn't go shopping and come. You're home not buying a jade brooch. No. Okay. <laughs> For my, my collection that <laughs> yeah, I wear every day. Exactly. Yeah. No, nothing like that. All right. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Jason kicks us off in Rome, Georgia. Jason, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What are your money secrets, buddy? Well, I don't have any with my current girlfriend, but my uh, my ex wife. We were married twenty two years, and I bought a Harley without telling her. You bought a Harley? Yeah, thirty-seven thousand dollars. Oh, was that was that what ended the marriage? 
Uh, that was part of it. <laughs> is that a, is that like a high end Harley, or is that normally what Harleys go for? I don't have much Harley experience. Uh, that, was, that was about that was probably mid grade. I mean, it was it wasn't it wasn't fully loaded, but it was close. Wow, thirty seven. Wow. You still have it? <laughs> uh, no, she got it. Oh, she got it in the divorce. <laughs> I was gonna say she probably got half, didn't she? Oh my, I don't know. Listen, um, I, I don't. I've ridden motorcycles before, but I'm not very well versed. But a buddy of mine. His dad owned a Harley dealership in Connecticut. I think it was uh, Harley Davidson of New Haven. Mm-hmm. And they were just swimming in money. Swimming in money. So the first apartment that I get out of college down here was a red barn over on DeForest Ferry for $500 uh, a month, right? Uh-huh. My buddy's parents bought him a beach house on the shore of Connecticut for his first place. Wow. That's how much they were just printing money at that Harley dealership. I don't know if that's still the case. But if this if that jack wagon paid thirty seven k, and I say that with love, <laughs> the jack wagon part is because he lost it in divorce. That I mean that that sucks. Shane's up next on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Shane? Hey, Mark, how you doing? What's up, brother? Yeah, uh, I'm actually going through a divorce now. Uh, I'm sorry, been brother. Been with her five years. That's okay. I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, she planted the seed of uh, of doubt, and I discovered the hidden accounts. Um, Multiple and so forth. Yes, yes, with quite a bit of money. And so, how was she siphoning money out of uh, the, the the family kitty? How, what what was going on financially there? Uh, no, I, I was the primary one paying all the bills, taking care of thing, and uh, you know, she makes good money and doing her own thing and uh, putting money where money I don't know where it is. So wow and. So, so um, do you have like a forensic accountant that can go in and track the money and all that stuff? Uh, yes. Okay, good. That, that, that one, yes. That's that's the one good thing about living in this in 2019, as as Chuck will tell you as a, as a former criminal, it's very tough to launder money in 2019, right? I mean, <laughs> it's you, it's difficult. Yeah, I mean, it was difficult for me to not get a receipt from Chick Fil A. Can you imagine how difficult it is to hide stealing money? It is very very difficult. You need to do it in rural rural America. Yeah. Don't, don't do it in the city. If you do want to hide money, though, might I recommend brass tax accounting? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sanjay's outfit up in Dunwoody. John's in Macon, Georgia. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How are you? What's going on, bud? I just want to let you know that I, at one time in my life, I did do exactly that. When the lottery first started, I, uh, I had a bad problem with lottery. I was... I was buying lottery tickets left or right. Scratch off or the uh, or like the Mega Billions? Oh no, it was definitely scratch off. Yeah, one of that instant cash. Oh yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but but of course it all come to a head and got everything behind me. Now as far as that goes, and and you know lottery is an addiction just like anything else. I uh, I I'm not I'm not gonna say I was addicted to lottery tickets, but I sort of had a scam going with lottery tickets. Like, I knew the guy that worked there. And, you know, you they have those bank of the lottery tickets, like the scratch-offs. There's like 50 of them. And the guy had been there since 5 a.m. I'd come in at noon. I'd be like, which one hasn't won? Because people will buy them and scratch them off there. He'll be like, oh, no one's won on number 17 in a while. And I'd buy it. If I hit, I'd kick him a little kickback. I was profitable for a while on lottery tickets. That's the only way to do it, though. More of your money secrets with your spouse when we come back. This is interesting stuff. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB.
12% of U.S. couples say they have a secret credit card they hide from their significant other. 9% have a secret retirement account. 7% a secret life insurance policy. And 6% a secret will. What are your money secrets? 404-872-0750. Tina's on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Tina? Hi, how are you, Mark? Excellent. What's your money secret? Well, I've been married to my wonderful husband, Mark, for 22 years. Nice. And I have never hid anything from him i you i pay all the bills i handle all the farm emergencies all the home emergencies roofing septic tank i was the same way i was the same way with my wife i handled all the farm emergencies other than that she had all the other emergencies but the farm (laughs) ones i had knocked out (laughs) hey those are big but no i handle everything and all, all the investments retirement I do. I do it all. Here's here's one that I do. You know your 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 husband's credit score. Yes. Wow. That's I didn't like. It says fifty percent don't know their their partner's credit score. I don't understand that. That that's I don't. That's to me that's crazy. How, how can you not know the financial situation of the person that you're I, I with? Just, or married I don't know, to? Deb. Do you know your husband's that. credit score? Yes. Do you, Longoria? <laughs> do you know your wife? No. Does she know yours? But no. That's more important. I don't think so. All right. I'm I'm guessing yours is lower. Coming back with more of your Wrong. money secrets next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mark Welcome back to the show, 639. Still 91 degrees on Peachtree Street. Where's my bell, Deb Green? Ring my bell, Deb Green. Anyway, someone stole the bell. Yamamoto stole the bell. It's a night. Oh, that's behind the printer. Come on, people. Come on. I don't have many props on this show, but that's one of them. There we go. It's a nine on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Coming up on the program, Sanjay is going to join us with Would You Rather, the state Senate, considering a new seatbelt law in Georgia. But we're uh, talking about money secrets here. Deb Green, the best producer in, in the world, found this amazing survey of 2,000 U.S. adults and how they have money secrets with their significant other. 12% of couples say they have a secret credit card. a secret retirement account, 7%, this is the shadiest of them all, a secret life insurance policy. I want to know if it's on them or their spouse. I will say that I had a life insurance policy and my husband is not the beneficiary because I had it before (laughs) we're together and it still goes to my niece. And like every day he's like, you need to change that. You need to change that. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get around to it. So we get one with the company here. I don't know if you guys are taking advantage of that. Um, and my, even when I was married, cause I'm lazy, I, my brother was the beneficiary cause I got it before I got married and I never changed it. Look at that. Save me paperwork. My laziness saved me paperwork. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's see. 22% of people manage money separately from their partners. So separate accounts. I think that's going to be becoming more commonplace. Do you guys, Chuck, you and your hot neighbor wife, do you guys have separate accounts? Yeah. By her mandate, I would imagine, right? She doesn't Mostly. want she does what you're yeah, pitting. She doesn't, she doesn't want, she want to She's what the nickels and dimes <laughs> yeah, mixed in yeah. with the hard currency. Yeah. Uh, so what are your money secrets? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. John joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, John? Hey, Mark. Just sitting in traffic. I apologize, brother. I apologize. But we get traffic updates every six minutes, so you'll be, you'll be updated shortly. What's going on? No, I, uh, I'm good. Uh, I was going to tell you about my aunt, actually. Uh, I just saw her this weekend, so I got the perfect update. She's actually got secret everything except probably retirement account. Um, She's on husband number four, marriage number five. So she's learned from her mistakes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So her specifically her life insurance policy is on her husband. Uh, She's got two of them, I believe. (laughs) And they're They're secret? 
their secret? Can yeah. you even do that? Is that legal to do that? Apparently. she uh, She's currently separated from him. Oh, my goodness. And I believe it was, I thought he had money. I supported him, realized he had none. He has a terminal illness, and I'm basically waiting to collect. Oh, my God. Is she wealthy, your aunt? No, absolutely not. Oh, then I'm not interested. A lot of, uh, a lot of bad financial <laughs> decisions. That's, that's crazy. I... It can't be legal that like I can't take a life insurance policy out on Mark Aylwine, right? Like that can't be legal. No, you I can't. I don't, I don't think you could take it out on a random person. Like, but my <laughs> mother, person. my mother has one on me, my brother, and all of her grandchildren, and they never needed to. Like, I didn't know that until she was sending me stuff, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot we have this." for Was you. it poison that she was sending you? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> poison enchiladas. Well, I think if it's a relative, I think you can. Yeah, uh, that's like betting on the. Never had to sign on, anything. Uh, <laughs> on yeah, that is. It is. <laughs> like I'm taking. Mom, if you're listening, text me via the Piccadilly text line. Do you have a life insurance policy on me? I mean, I I would think you, people should know, right? That should show up on your credit score. Oh, by the way, Low T Chuck just put a, uh, <laughs> yeah. took a life insurance Start policy out him. on you. All right, we're going to get back to your calls in a second. Time to debut a new segment here on the Mark Aram Show. What's that exit number, Doug Turnbull? What's that exit, Doug Turnbull? Doug Turnbull. Get you home every evening on the Mark Aram Show on Atlanta's Evening News. He is an amazing person, an amazing traffic reporter, but he's an idiot, savant, when it comes to exit numbers. I've been doing traffic 22 years, Doug Turnbull. How long have you been doing traffic? 15. 15 years. So you're right there with me. Doug knows every exit number in the world. So this is eventually going to become a game where we have prizes to give away, but I don't know how many prizes. So I'm just going to, this is a, the beta test of what's that exit number, Doug Turnbull. All right, Doug, you ready? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Uh, I-20 Lee Road. What's that exit number? That's the Captain Herb Memorial Bridge at Lee Road, and that's exit 41. Good job, Doug Turnbull. All right, let's move to 285. Uh, I'm going to give you an exit number, and you tell me what the exit name is. You ready? Let's do it. I-285, exit number 18. 285 at exit 18. That is a Paces Ferry. Oh, this guy is two for two. All right, this is going to be a tough one. 675. The unsung hero of uh, Metro Atlanta Interstates, exit number seven. Anvil Block Road. Look at Doug Turnbull just crushing these. All right, let's go up to 75 way. I promise get... I'm not looking, by the way. Oh, I, no, not you're, at all. I, Doug, you're the most honest person in radio. All right, here we go. I-75. What exit is exit 258? 258. Let's see. That would be Cumberland. Oh, my wow. goodness gracious. All right, here we go. Down to the south side, exit uh, number 56 on I-85. Oh, Collinsworth. Yeah, that's maybe. an easy one. That's an Palmetto. easy one. All right, Palmetto. All right, back up to Buford. Uh, oh, no, here we go. I-985. You ready? What exit is exit number 16 on I-985? So that's a tricky area because they just built exit 17 <laughs> next to it a couple of years yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. Highway 13. But 16 is Mundy Mill, that's Highway it. 53. I saved the toughest one for last. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the rain man of Atlanta traffic, Doug Turnbull. We're going to come back more of your secret money, money secrets. Damn, Doug Turnbull just impressed me. That was very good. Early early running for star of the show. All right, that's going to be a new game. We're going to debut next week. Uh, what exit number is that, Doug Turnbull? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Couples Money Secrets, some eye-opening numbers uh, turned up by Deborah Green, executive producer of The Mark Aram Show. Uh, this is crazy. 
27 or 20% of people said they would spend more than $500 without telling their partner. What would you do, Longor, if you spent 500 without telling your wife? I always tell her. What if you didn't, though? Oh, if I didn't? Um, You're sleeping it, it on would the have couch? To, it would, yeah, it would have to be something, you know, like a Christmas gift or something like that. Life-saving? Like, I had to buy a new kidney? <laughs> yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. Uh, Irish Blue joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, buddy? Hey. Um, so, not quite my husband. He passed away a couple of days from, before we got married from cancer. But when we were settling his estate, we found out that he hadn't filed taxes in decades. I almost married that. Wow. Would you, now, would you have been on the hook? I would have been on the hook for at least that year, oh my maybe goodness. more. Did he, did he, uh, I know you didn't get married, and I'm so sorry that, that all that happened, but did, did he have a will? Did you receive anything from his estate or anything like that? Um, actually, I had a lawyer come in the day before he passed away to do his will. Otherwise, I would have been really, really hurting. Um, nice. Money-wise from his will, I didn't get anything, but he did leave me a little bit of insurance money. Uh, according to uh, my mom, Irish Blue, via the Piccadilly text line, she does not have an insurance policy taken out on me. Dumb move, Mom. Dumb move. I live a very <laughs> unhealthy lifestyle. You should at least cash in on this. Steve's in Auburn, Georgia. Steve, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, what's going on, Mark? How, How are you, sir? I can't complain. Just got home from work. So I wanted to uh, enlighten you guys a little bit on this insurance policy thing. Um, I actually graduated from the University of Georgia with a risk management and insurance major. Ooh, nice. the number one program in the nation. Go dogs. Go dogs. So it is actually completely legal to take out a policy on somebody else, especially if they're a family member. In fact, excuse me, if you are an integral part of your company, your company can even take out an insurance life insurance policy on you. That as well. I knew about because of the movies. I've seen that in the movies. So, like, I could literally take out uh, a life insurance policy on Jennifer Griffey's, for example, and she doesn't yeah. get notified. That's that shouldn't be that way, should it? Though that's kind of weird. That's like just it is. it's like playing the lottery. That's like human life scratch off. Like but you're who, banking well, that they're going to die. Like, but but yeah, here's right, so here's the deal, too. Steve. I'm glad you're on uh, on the phone here. So I've told this story before. When I was 23 years old, for some reason, I thought I was going to die at 23. So I took out a one million dollar life insurance policy on myself, and with that size policy, the insurance company made me go through a physical. They sent a nurse to my apartment and took blood and all this stuff. If I if I wanted to get a million dollar policy on Griffey's, wouldn't they have to do a physical or something on her? Um, most likely, yes. Um, and it's very rare that somebody wouldn't be able to find out if you have a life insurance policy on them, if, if like an entity, a corporate entity has a life insurance policy on them or not. But it is technically legal to still hold a policy where, say, your company is the beneficiary um, and you don't know about it because the board of directors took one out on the CEO. Because Hold on one second. Hold company. on one second, buddy. Um, yeah. Alexa, does anyone have a life insurance policy on me? She's checking. She found three people on the web that have life insurance policies <laughs> out on me. I don't know. That just it just doesn't sit right with me that you wouldn't get notified. Like I, I, it's just weird. Like I get uh, notified if someone tries to use my credit card, you know, yeah, at a gas a station. A lot of that is due to the fact that the insurance industry is regulated state by state, and there's very, very few federal regulations on the entire insurance industry, if, if any at all. Steve, I appreciate the insight. When we come back, the state Senate con- contemplating 
a new seatbelt law, and I've got a very strong opinion on that. And little Sanjay with Would You Rather. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. The program available once you're home via Amazon Alexa or the WSB radio app. The gang's all here today. Uh, Deb Green produces the show, Longoria, back from his Disney World vacation. And then there's Low T Chuck. Screening your calls. Little Sanjay is going to join us in just a second. Uh, so in the news today, uh, the state Senate, I don't know if you knew this, guys, but it is uh, it is legal in the state of Georgia to not wear a seatbelt in the back seat. So we have a seatbelt law, and it wasn't passed that long ago where you didn't have to wear a seatbelt in the front seat, which seems kind of archaic now, but now it's a law to wear it in the front seat, but the, you don't have to wear it in the back seat unless... Your kids, like Longoria, your right, kids have to have be to whatever. Work, yeah. But if you're an adult, you don't have to wear a seatbelt in the back seat. And they're thinking about the state Senate is noodling around about making it mandatory. And a lot of people on the open mics were, were up in arms about this, about uh, civil liberties and freedom. And, and I get that. But if you don't wear a seatbelt in the back seat, A, you're a moron. B, your, your, your uh, moronic act costs me money. Deb Green looks at me like, what are you talking about, Mark Aram? So let's say, God forbid, load, well, no, you know what? Longoria is driving because he's the worst driver. Let's say Longoria is. <laughs> well played. I think, wait, wait, I think that's still out. For did you see, did you see the video I tweeted yesterday, by yes. the way? All right. So, look, no, the video. it's unanimous. You stink at driving. I do not. It's, you're horrible. But anyway. De- look, Deb has not driven in my car yet. Well, we'll, for, don't the, do it, Deb. She'll be I don't, let me get a life insurance policy on you <laughs> yeah. first. So for the sake of this argument, Longoria is driving okay. us to uh, Ted's Montana Grill, where I'm going to buy him bison, <laughs> a bison filet. And uh, Deb's in the front seat because Chuck and I are, are gracious. You'll sit in the front seat, and uh, Loti and I are in the back seat. And, uh, you know, Loti's a Montana man. He grew up not wearing seatbelts, so he's not going to wear a seatbelt in the back seat. I do, of course, and it's the law. And Deb Green's probably scared, so she wears hers. And I don't even know if Longoria wears one. You probably even shouldn't. I do, at this point. I do, I do. So not in the back seat though. We get in an accident because it's going to happen with the way Lo- with the way Longoria drives. <laughs> Ask me when the last accident I've had is. And I don't. Well, I don't want to jinx it. So anyway, we get in an accident, and it's it's a violent crash because Longoria's speeding. <laughs> he's weaving in and out of traffic, and he hits a telephone pole. And th- luckily, I have my seatbelt on, so I'm fine. Low T, burly Montana man, doesn't have the seatbelt on, so he's ejected through the window, mm-hmm. the back window. He's out, which sucks for Low T, right? I mean, and and Should but he's probably been drinking, so I mean, it, it won't, <laughs> he won't feel anything. So, I, so how does this affect anyone else not involved in the crash? So let's say this happens on I seventy five. Low T is is just ejected from the vehicle, and he lands headfirst on the pavement at Delk Road. All right. Which is exit 261, Doug Turnbull just told me. <laughs> so uh, how does this impact everybody? So now this is a violent crash. So now you got to call not only the police, the Georgia State Patrol, fire and EMS, which we, the taxpayers, pay for. We're putting them at harm, being out on the interstate. 
all the traffic delays that low-T stupidity has caused because he's not wearing a seatbelt, that's why I think there should be a mandatory backseat seatbelt law. Because of, of people not, and I see this every day doing traffic. I've seen it for 22 years. People that don't wear seatbelts get injured more severely in crashes. Chuck's shaking his head. No, I'm, I'm totally oh, agreeing okay. with you. I'm like, yes, of course. It's, st- I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me that yeah. you would get an exemption being in the backseat. So I understand. Listen, the government should tell you what to do. Fine, until it impacts my life. And you getting ejected on I-75 impacts my life. i got to sit in traffic. i got to pay overtime for the police and fire and the rescue units that come to, to scrape you off the pavement. All the backed-up traffic. So that's why I am for this mandatory backseat seatbelt law. I'm also for a law that Longoria gets retested. Because uh, <laughs> I'm assuming your Texas license just transferred over here, right? You've never been tested on Georgia roads? No, no. I think no, uh, that's I'm a new law. If you move from another state... We're going to retest you here. Okay. Well, then Chuck and Deb and everybody All else. Of us, yeah, All that's of us. fine. You absolutely. Too? Yeah, you too? absolutely. You don't get grandfathered in because you've been here for, you know, two When decades. I moved in 96 here, I was I assumed I was going to have to retake the test. And they're like, "No." I was like, "Really?" They're like, "Yeah, you're fine. Here's a, here's your new license." That's the that's the uh the fly in the ointment. You haven't been tested in Georgia. Well, Who knows what the test is in Texas? Georgia. Obviously they're not very stringent suck. with the way Longoria drives. Uh Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to By talk. the way, your thoughts on the uh, possible seatbelt law at 404-872-0750. You you wear the seatbelt in the Cadillac, don't you, Russ? Yes. 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 All right. You know I got a ticket the other day for that though. For the well the seatbelt, exactly right, Russ. As well you I should do. have. Well, I mean, I just got in the car. Understood. Understood. No excuse, though, Russ. Uh, what's going on with you? Any uh, any ladies of no, note? There's a girl. There's a girl named Cindy. She's listening to you right now for the very first time. Hello, Cindy. And she will not go out with me. She's a girl I know from Plenty of Fish, and uh, she wants to be <laughs> friends with me, but she won't go out with me because she says I date too many women. So help me out here. Tell her I, I don't go out with anybody. Is she is she there right now? Yeah, she's listening right now. Is she listening on the radio or listening to you talk? No, she's not here. Oh, oh. She's at her house. Russ, put the phone down for a second. <laughs> okay. Run, Cindy, run. <laughs> yeah. Russ, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, yeah, it's all good. Cindy, I, 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 I Cindy want... should be calling you soon. Cindy will be calling you. It'll be fine. I love that name, Cindy, by the way. There's certain names that are just attractive. And maybe it's because Cindy on, Brady. Plenty of fish, Cinderella, and I love that. That's so cool. Her, Cinderella? What's, what's her name on Plenty of Fish? Cinderella? Cinderella. All right. Cinderella, yep. All right. Yeah, Cindy, Russ is a, a gentleman. Don't let his previous dating past uh, persuade you from many uh, pasts. Many pasts from seeking uh, gainful uh, relationship status. But to be fair, Russ is going to take out a life insurance policy on you. If you <laughs> yeah, start that's dating. There's no question about it. All right, Russ, keep us updated on Cindy, buddy. Thanks, buddy. All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Let's do little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth, 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 truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He is Big Sanjay. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. Have you ever driven with Longoria, Sanjay? Uh, no, but I've seen him drive. Does that count? <laughs> yes. <laughs> would you would you let Kai, your adorable son, be driven by Longoria? You know what? Yes, 
Wow. Thank you. He's Thank two, you. He's got two. Yeah, I love Longoria. He's got two daughters. He keeps them safe. That's his. That's his life. So yeah. It's fine. As well, you know what? That's a good point. I've never driven a car with Longoria and his daughters. Maybe yes. dad driving takes over. Only yeah, I don't care about y'all. <laughs> only if at least one of his daughters is in there. By the way, <laughs> just for the record, Sanjay, if your ex is listening to the show right now, you've just lost custody of your son. <laughs> she, she finally has the nugget to take to court and say, Sanjay's not a good dad. He would let his... <laughs> Son, our son, be driven by Longoria. Anyway, all right, Sanjay's going to ask us questions. We're going to answer them in studio. Feel free to play along in your car. First question, Sanjay. Would you rather be without elbows or knees? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so my arms are just noodles or my legs are noodles or they just don't bend? How does that work? They don't bend. You're just straight. I'm going to go no knees. I'm going to go no knees because I use my arms for things that where I need them to bend, like typing. That's exactly where I went. Like yeah. typing. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Doing curls. Lifting weights. Sure. Doing Lifting curls. Yes. Answering the phone. Deb yeah, Green. I'm thinking the opposite. Yeah. I like to dance, so I need my knees. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can do this all day at a concert. You can, yeah, That's exactly. Fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Low T. She looks like one of those... Yeah, Wavy well, guys. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no knees or no elbows. I'm going with no knees. All I, right. I need my elbows. Justin, do you want to play? Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to probably say uh, no elbows. No elbows. Justin's training with Longoria, by the way. Yes. Longoria? No elbows. No. I, I like sitting down. If I can't sit down. You don't want your legs just shooting straight out all the no, time? No, no. That would be awkward. You understand what you can't do without... Oh, I understand right. that. I understand. That, but that's I, a great first question, by the way, Sanjay. I have a wife, <laughs> he says. Oh, my goodness. Next question, Sanjay. All right, we're going to follow it with a doozy. Would you rather fight 200 one-pound squirrels or one 200-pound squirrel? I'm trying to think, like, if I get a, a pound of turkey at Publix, how big that is. Um <laughs> I could squash that. Give me two hundred one pound squirrels. I'd be freaky though, but I would do that. A two hundred yeah, pound squirrel would would overwhelm me. He'd whack me with his tail, gnaw on my head like an acorn, crack my skull open. Yeah, I'm going two hundred one pound squirrels. Yeah, I don't think I could put up a fight against a two hundred pound squirrel. Yeah. So I'll I'll just take my chance. Especially if you have no elbows, ones. you can't punch. <laughs> yeah, you can't punch. Like that, Chuck. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm 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 taking the one pound squirrels. Two hundred pound squirrel. It'd be like fighting a Small bear. Yeah. But think of it. You could kill it. You could put it on your wall. Um, I definitely would. <laughs> I definitely would. Uh, I, I, I don't know as I'd survive. Justin, 201-pound squirrels or one 200-pound squirrel? Do I get a weapon? No. F- fisticuffs, no right, weapon, so, right Sanjay? Yeah, squirrels. fisticuffs only. All right. Fist- you're going with what? 201-pound? Yes. All right. Longoria? Yeah, 201-pound squirrels. All right. Interesting. Uh, morbid question. Go ahead, Sanjay. <laughs> All right, this is not on the same note. Would you rather, for one year, only eat off the Chick-fil-A menu or eat off of the McDonald's menu? Oh. So, you know, my first reaction is Chick-fil-A because it's, right. God, it's God's chicken. Um, but, but it's mainly just chicken. Yeah, there's no variety there. Uh, I mean, there's some variety, but you go to McDonald's, you get chicken, you get a fish sandwich, you can get a burger, you can get... Um, you, can get a pizza, you can get a pizza or a burrito in some places. Listen, Johnny Kielbasa says don't step on his toes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go variety over 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 um, my, my personal preference because if I have to eat it every day, I'm going to want to mix it up. I want the pancakes and sausage hot cakes breakfast once in a while. 
Um, so I'm going McDonald's. In the rarity that I'm going to eat at a fast food place, yeah. Chick-fil-A would probably be the, the only option. But he, she has to eat it every day, right? Longer? Only, yes. Period. That's, that's it. That's your, all you're that's eating. All, like all of your sustenance all right. comes from. They have yeah. salads. They have chicken salads. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck. I need the variety. I'm going McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, it's no... I, no, I love on, Chick-fil-A, no. but... I need the variety. I though. need the variety. That's why I always say the greatest fast food restaurant, if I can only eat it one the rest of my life, it's Jack in the Box, because they have like 300 items. Yeah. I need the variety. Variety. I'm going variety. McDonald's. Justin? Yeah, variety McDonald's. All right. You got one left? Real quick. I got one left. Uh, would you rather have a newly licensed 16-year-old Uber driver or an 86-year-old Uber Uber driver? Longoria is not my driver, right? Negative. I'm going the 86. <laughs> they're they're cautious. I don't trust new drivers. I got to teach some of my nieces how to drive. I'll do the 16-year-old. Really? Yeah, I'll tell All them right. about that. That way, give me the old guy. Yeah, user. give me the old guy. Old guy. Yeah, as long as it's not Longoria. Old guy. Old guy, old guy except for Deb Green, who likes... She she has a fantasy of a young sixteen year old Uber driver picking her up <laughs> to take her to the uh, Megadeth show. <laughs> she goes, yeah. Sanjay is the official. As I mentioned earlier, you got a free shout out earlier, Sanjay, uh, oh, the official free. accountant of Welks of the Mark Aram show. Find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting. Great questions tonight, my friend. Well done, buddy. My man. All right, uh, we'll talk to you on Thursday, buddy. You bet. I'll there be there. Uh, Sanjay with Would You Rather. Your thoughts on the new possible seatbelt law. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. Got a good tweet here, Chuck, uh, from Coach Steller on Twitter. We forgot that uh, Chick-fil-A is now open on Sundays and Would You Rather. So if we pick Chick-fil-A as the only food we can eat, we basically either have to buy a bunch on Saturday and put it in the fridge or not eat on Sunday. So, now again... I love Chick-fil-A, but I need the variety. Uh, 404-872-0750. Wes joins us in Stone Mountain, Georgia. Wes, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? What's up, Wes? I was calling. Uh, I'm afraid I need to rebut the young man that called in about the uh, insurance quest. Please, yes. You could take out an insurance policy on an employee or a partner or someone else in your business without their consent. You absolutely cannot do that. Really? Uh, right. Now, you can take out an insurance policy on your children because they're minors and related to you, but you cannot take out uh, a life insurance policy on an unrelated adult without their consent, whether they work for you, with you, or whatever. So I can't take one out on my neighbor without their consent? <laughs> That's called adverse selection. That's what I. That's what I thought. That makes sense. But what about Jennifer Griffey's? If I get Jennifer Griffey's consent, can I take out an, a life insurance policy on her? If you get uh, her consent and you have an insurable interest on her life, then you could. But you have to have an insurable interest. You can't just take out a life insurance policy on anyone. You just you just can't gamble. You can't just gamble on someone's life. So my right. what what kind of interest did you say it was? You have to have an insurable interest. So my all right, here, so here's my argument with Jennifer Griffey's, and I hope she outlives me. But if she if she passed away, I'd be crushed. I'd be heartbroken. I wouldn't be able to come to work every day. Is that an insurable interest? <laughs> uh, no. Oh damn it! All right. So there you go. No, she would, it, now, on the other hand, if she's uh, contributing t- towards your livelihood and you can show that, then that would be an insurable interest. No, she costs me money, though. I mean, I could I could claim <laughs> her as a dependent. Like, I bring her all this vegetarian food. 
Still, still no, not an insurable interest. That's, that's, that's super nice, but no life violence. All right, Wes, great information, my friend. Thank you. You're certainly welcome. You have a great evening. You too, buddy. I'm going to sleep better tonight knowing that Deb Green can't take out a life insurance policy on me without my consent. The possible new Georgia seatbelt law would mandate folks in the back seat wear their seatbelt. Your thoughts on that? 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Anderson Cooper, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Seven thirty-six, still eighty-eight degrees on Peachtree Street. It's October first, ladies and gentlemen, and it's eighty-eight degrees. Um, going back to Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. One of the questions he asked, would you rather have no elbows or no knees? I said no knees because I need my elbows to do stuff. Guy on Facebook or uh, Instagram sent me a message. If you don't have elbows like you guys chose, you couldn't eat. How are you going to eat? Face first? Yeah. In like a pie eating contest? Like a dog? Right into a mash, bowl of mashed potatoes? Yeah. One of those KFC bowls? Chuck? I, was, I took the L. I was with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Deb Green doesn't eat Deb. anyway. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, does he eat like a dog? Like in a bowl. You know how you can eat? Oh. Alex Williams' girlfriend feeding you tater tots. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. One of the greatest moments of my life. All right. Uh, <laughs> <Mine> the, too. <laughs> we're talking about the state senator of Georgia possibly mandating that backseat passengers wear a seatbelt passing a new law. Currently, it's just front seat passengers, and I believe pickup truck drivers are uh, uh exempt from that law too if you can check on that there was a there was a, a legislator out west it's killing me that i forgot his name he's legendary but he had so much power in the gold dome i think he's since passed that he had all these farmers out in like Carrollton, and he got it written into law if you had a pickup truck you didn't have to wear a uh a seatbelt in the front seat i don't know if that's still the case in or, the front seat yeah oh wow yeah because farmers are like come on i'm driving around doing my hay work I can't do in and out. Right. The old in and out. I don't know if that, but I think once he died, God, I can't remember his name. I've got a horrible memory. It is, mm. Yes, trucks trucks do have to have it now. They do but, now. Yeah, it wasn't before until t- uh, 2010. Yeah. So but they I w- never did on the farm. They w- Exactly. Yeah. But they waited till that uh, legislator died. Someone will know who I'm talking about. 404-872-0750, wsb talk <laughs> David's in Tahaharone. What's going on, David? Oh, not a lot, and I was a happy camper in my pickup truck until he died. Well, I had do, to start putting it on do you remember his truck. name? I do not, brother. Right. I, I was I was racking my brain. Yeah, now, it's it's going to come thing. to me at eight oh two p.m. I'm going to remember his name. Like, oh, oh, oh it was too. Bill Jenkins. <laughs> all right, uh, what, yeah. What's on your mind, buddy? All right, all right, all right. Here's the thing: because Georgia is not Atlanta. Now, you made a very good point about Long Jake get thrown out of the car, blocking up all the traffic. I get that. Yes. So why don't why don't we say you don't have to wear in the back seat as an adult, you don't have to put it on unless you get on a highway that has a post speed limit of X miles per hour. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting that, compromise. That way if you're if you're down, you know, in Tyrone here or you're down further south in Podunk, Georgia, uh and you're going to church on Sunday and you're in a 45-mile zone, 
you don't have to crinkle your shirt up. Interesting. All right, so I, I'm, I'm open to that suggestion. That ma- that makes sense to me. So, again, I still think everyone should wear their – I'm going to I'm gonna let you go, Dave. We're getting some uh, wind, wind resistance there. Um, I still think everyone should wear their seatbelts. I mean, the data is clear. It's, it's, it's much safer to wear your seatbelt than not. But that's – I wouldn't mind bending on that. It's interstate – Mandatory surface streets, not yeah. Depending on how fast you're going, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I would, I would, uh, I would respect that. Look at that. See, I'm open, Longoria. Yeah, I'm see. not rigid. No. I'm open to suggestions. Tina's in Woodstock. Tina, welcome to the program. Hello, hello, Tina. So I have two young drivers in my family, and I have a rule. I don't want them in a car if everybody doesn't have their seatbelt on. And obviously, they have to always have it on because if somebody's in the car, one person doesn't have their seatbelt on, they become a missile. Whenever you have an accident. Yeah, and in Mark's, you know, situation, he was saying the guy flew out the back. Most likely they're going to fly out the front, which means they're going to take somebody's head off on the way out the front windshield. So So in 19... Seatbelts for everybody. December 23rd, 1988, Deb Green. Why does that that date matter to me? You guys won't know. I'm sorry. That was a rhetorical question. Two days before Christmas? So two days before Christmas, I was in... I was a sophomore in high school, I think, maybe? And a group of kids drove to Waterbury. I talked about Waterbury last week, the Brass City, to go to the mall there. And it was it was on snowy, icy Route 8. And it was a packed car, so packed that they had one girl in the backseat sitting on the lap of another guy. Car hit an ice patch, spun out, girl ejected out the back window and died. Sean Collins. Everyone else in the car that had the seatbelt on survived. One guy did lose his leg, but he's still, he's still around. But the girl, I mean, that was just dumb. Like to be sitting on someone's lap, ice patch, hits home. That's a personal analogy right there, Longoria. Casey's in Ackworth. Casey, welcome to the show. How are you? Evening. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Well, not bad. Not bad. What's going on? So wanted to call in on the seatbelt law. Um, ex-military, and I saw some accidents when I was over in Pearl Harbor of some of the guys not wearing their seatbelts. Uh, and last, like the last call, I said they become missiles. Um but one recommendation I would say is for anybody that does uh, start doing this, um, you can go on Amazon, and there are these little knives that clip onto your seatbelt. So just in case you do get in an accident and the seatbelt doesn't unlock, Cut yourself you can actually out. safely – Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's always one good thing. Even if this passes, that really should be something everybody looks into. Well, I, I mean, I, everyone should have a tool of some sort, a cutting tool of some sort in their knife. car. I have a knife in my Yeah, phone. exactly. Uh, thanks for your service, by the way. Uh, Matthew on Facebook sent me a message. Tom Murphy. It was former Speaker of the House. That, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tom Murphy. I can't believe I forgot his name. So thank you, uh, Matthew, for uh, passing that along to me. Jamie's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Jamie. Hi, May. Jamila, Jameson, Little Jamie One Nut. All right, I was just waiting for the everybody clap your hands. I was trying to come up with the, we got it? All right. You can hit it. Clap your hands. There we go. Yeah, thank you. I wouldn't have been able to sleep tonight if I didn't hear the everybody clap your hands. Uh, Alan joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Alan. Hey, Mark. Um, the, the question was answered, but I knew the answer to it was um, ex-Speaker of the House, uh, Tom Murphy, who was a very, very powerful legislator oh, yeah. and was almost the de facto governor of the state of Georgia for many, many years. So um, he was the one who was responsible for the no pickup. Yeah, he had so much power. F- find out if you yeah. can, Deb, uh, when he passed yeah. on. Because I bet it was like right as soon as he passed on, they changed the law. But he was so powerful, Longoria, that uh, he was like, yeah, seatbelts mandatory. 
Except for pickups, and everyone's like, "Okay, Mister, okay, Speaker yeah. Murphy, like <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah. you say, sir." Like that, he has. Uh, he, That's it, a lot of power to be able to do that. Yeah. Hey, can I add one more thing Absolutely. to the previous caller? Yeah. Um, thank you for your service, sir. But they also make a tool that has a knife in it plus a sharp ball peen type hammer, so that if you ever get into a car accident and you're uh, uh, submerged underwater and your windows are closed and you can't open your door, you can have this hammer. Which will bust the door, the glass out, yeah. and allow you I to escape that. the car. So it's you a, that, like John? a two-in-one or three-in-one tool, sort of like a Leatherman. So that's very, very the Leatherman. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's I've a, got it on the end. Of everyone's my got it, knife. but I don't have a Leatherman with a ball peen hammer or whatever he just said. They make yeah. a special tool for you know for emergencies and, and cars like that to bust out a window. Speaking of special tools, a, Longoria mm. in his Durango, he has <laughs> um, non-powered windows. He's got the the roll-down windows. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying, Alan? The old school windows? Hey, who has those anymore? Longoria does. Because here's the thing. Longoria's insurance agent was like, you're such a bad driver. Eventually, you're going to drive yourself into the Chattahoochee River. Right, right. And he's like, we're not going to insure you yeah. unless you have the roll-down windows. So that way... Better chance of getting out. Yeah. You're just, listen, you're a great dude, But I can't Longoria. do it without elbows, so I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'd take a bullet for you, yeah. but um, but you can't drive worth a lick, my yeah, friend. Okay. You I can't. love that I I'm, I'm this. taking this advice from a, from an alcoholic drunk so that was that night. That this is where it turned. <laughs> and somebody that wasn't paying attention half the ride. I, for, drank, for, I drank too much and you turned into a bad I wasn't yeah. paying attention, Longoria, because I was scared. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like just look at your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to be fair, all right, so <laughs> right, I've, right. Got, I've got a lot of issues mentally, obviously. Misophonia oh. is number one, where if you're chewing ice, I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> you could be an 89-year-old woman. If you're chewing ice... My my gut reaction is just wa- sock you in the face. So I've got that issue, but I've also I am a horrible passenger, horrible. There are five people in this world that I feel comfortable driving with. That's it. Like being a passenger. My dad, my buddy Raven from college. Not your mom. Oh, oh no! You know what? I don't know. I can't remember the last time I've driven with my mom because my dad always drives when I go home. Yeah. Um, but one. I do remember when I was a kid, and this is like in the late 70s, when my mom was driving, I'd be in the back seat. Not only would I not have a seatbelt on, but I'd be standing up. Standing like, up, yeah. Like looking <laughs> and, and hugging the, the back seat. So I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I think I would. My mom's a cautious driver. Mm-hmm. I think I'd throw in there. So what do I got? My dad, Raven. We'll throw my mom in there. Um, my buddy, Matt D. And I think that's it. My brother, maybe. I was going to say, not Maya? No. <laughs> and I'm, I say that with all right. due respect. I've never, she's never driven me. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I always drive. But it's funny. So I have this thing. Like, I would, I would, I was very nervous when you're driving. And it's not just because you were a crappy driver, Longoria. <laughs> but I'm, I'm always nervous. Like, if, if our boss, Pete Springs, oh drives God. me to lunch, like, yeah. I'm, I'm nervous. And he's a great guy, and I'm sure he's a fine driver. I just have this thing. It's weird. I lose that fear when I'm in taxis and Ubers. Yeah, but yeah, with people is, that you don't even know. Is it because you're sitting in the back seat? Is that what it is? Try sitting in the front seat and see if yeah, you can yeah. sit in the now, back seat some, next time I drive. Like, I had an Uber driver. We went to dinner Saturday at uh, Barcelona in uh, Inman Park. Great tapas place, by the way, guys. And if you're single, Jay Black, holy cow. <laughs> you got to get there, Jay Black. Um but up. we took the Uber there, oh, yeah. and I, I I I take Uber a lot. Both Uber drivers were really aggressive going to and from, and I was I didn't feel very comfortable. But it's weird. 
I think it is the backseat thing. Like if or I was driving home with it. Deb Green, I would freak out. I'd be I'd be biting my nails. Chuck, you and I'm never getting in a car with Longoria. <laughs> well, good. I don't ever have to drive you. <laughs> That's the last time I had to drive you all the way I home. Know. What was that from? The Taste of Alpharetta? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I wasn't uh, even going that direction. I should have Ubered. You should have. <laughs> yeah, you should have. I'll Uber again. <laughs> next, saved gas. Next year, Taste of Alpharetta, Deb Green. Arri- uh, arrange- you can take the train there. Arrayed, well, all the way. No, I can take it up to Northridge. North Springs. And then hop on a bus. And then hop on a bus. <laughs> yeah, yes. Gosh, you're going to go through all that? Because Take that, the train, I'll pick a, you up. I live near there. That was, uh, that was. I mean, I love you, Longoria, but um, we need to get you down to the DMV. We need to do a driving school for Longoria. Uh, Let's video it. Yeah, we'll live stream Longoria's the crappy driving. driving. The Porsche driving experience. That he might be good at, because there's no other cars on the road. You know, he could be a sitting fast there. Car. He could be sitting there texting with his wife, whatever. <laughs> I do not drinking a Dr drive. Pepper, not paying attention. <laughs> uh, we lost a uh, a reggae legend uh, today. When we come back, uh, I'm going to tell you about this fella that you probably never heard of and a little bit of his music uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk tomorrow on the show. Deb Green. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. What else do we got tomorrow? Millennial we, Match Game. We have a new player coming in. Ooh, who? It's from our promotions team. You want to keep it a secret? I mean, you probably don't know him. Okay. So he's fairly new. All right, good. All right. So Millennial Match Game. I, mi- I actually missed doing Millennial Match Game yesterday. Really? As I was praying in the Jewish New Year, I was like, oh, dang, no Millennial Match Game tonight. No football minute, Longoria. I know. It stinks. Uh, do you want know stinks? So I've got very, obviously, if you listen to the show, I've got very eclectic music tastes. Uh, my my favorite is uh, old school hip hop, but uh, I also like you know a lot of classic rock. U two is my favorite group of all time, rock group. Uh, but I also like weirdly enough dance hall styly reggae. Yeah, and it all are you a fan? Oh yeah, and it all started um, back in college when uh, I think everyone gets into reggae in college. Well, <laughs> there was a reason why I was digging reggae in college, right, Longoria? Yep. Um, uh, and and the artist's name was Louis Ronkin, uh, the original Don Dada. And uh, he actually had a, like a, a really big, not big, but like decent acting career. And he uh, he moved to Toronto recently. Anyway, he died in a car crash yesterday. Uh, I want to play uh, his most popular song. This is the Typewriter by Louis Ronkin. I've I played this song ten thousand times minimum in college, driving around in my uh, Mazda six two six. So normally. As you know, if someone in the music business passes away, I'll do a, a tribute on uh, Channel 2. But I said, you know what? Like, turn this up again. Like, how am I going to quote these lyrics? <laughs> I can't. Like, I don't have the skills. Uh, so I didn't. Uh, but, yeah, this was... Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Chuck? I'm assuming you're not a reggae guy. What do you think of this song? I, I have no opinion on this song. <laughs> I have no opinion on it. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't, it's, it's so, name. it's so fun, like, like that little sound effect right there, like, ah, I just turn up a little bit more along I don't know, I, that's, I love that. Big influence mix. on The Clash and The Specials, Amy Winehouse, Blondie, so those there are the references if you're trying to put them together. Yeah, so uh, rest in peace to Louis Ronkin. Got me through college many a day. Uh, oh, I want to talk about Blockbuster tomorrow. Remind me of that, Deb Green. Blockbuster. Uh, let's do start of the show there, Justin. On the other side of the takeout, Wizno. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Uh, Doug? 
We'll give one to Doug and one to Sanjay. Because Sanjay brought it today, too. The no elbows, no knees kind of thing. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. Big show tomorrow night. Rest up. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Your mama's going away and your dad... Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.